Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn. So glad that you joined us on this Monday. And I want to ask you a question um, that I read a great book called The Best Question Ever many years ago by Andy Stanley. And he asked this simple question, what's the wise thing to do? And he based that off of Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 and 17, and said, So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days, and don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. And as I read that book, and simple book, and yet I've been bought several over the years to give people when they're making decisions. Uh, Andy Stanley said, in light of my past experiences, my current circumstances, and my future hopes and dreams, what is the wise thing to do? And all of us have to make decisions. I read something recently that said that all of us make over $10,000. No, not $10,000, over 10,000 decisions. I <laughs> uh, wish we all made over $10,000 a day. But we all make over 10,000 decisions a day. I mean, from you know, what time we're going to get up to what clothes are we going to wear? What are we going to eat for breakfast? What are we going to eat for lunch? Which way do we drive to this? What TV show are we going to watch? Uh, when are we going to schedule a dental appointment? I mean, we all have thoughts that come in our minds. We have to decide whether we're going to think on those thoughts or not. And, of course, the Bible says to take every thought captive because the enemy, uh, I mean, as Joyce Meyer wrote one of the best books I've ever read, The Battlefield of the Mind. That is where the battlefield is, and thoughts, and our thoughts become words, and they become actions and choices, and they become our lives. And so I'm really impassioned about what we're talking about this week on you know, what is the wise thing to do when you're making decisions. And sometimes it's not just the big decisions, it's the little ones. Because if I look over my lifetime, uh, it's been unwise decision-making and small decisions that eventually snowballed into just a bad situation and uh, a bad decision overall. And so I want to encourage you today and tomorrow, it may even be Wednesday, we'll see here as we get into this, but Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 and 17 may be a, a passage of scripture, it's not that long, uh, that you may want to write on a post-it note and put it in your bathroom mirror and on the coffee pot, your refrigerator, on the dashboard of your car, on your laptop. Uh, maybe I know some people like to put them on light switches in different rooms in their house. But So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. And friends, I love how the Bible, you know, written over 2,000 years ago, I mean, when I just read that passage of scripture there in Ephesians chapter five, I mean, you had to, you could easily think, well, that was written for today because it says, don't live like fools, but like those who are wise, make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. And friends, I think we can all agree there's a lot of evil going on in our world and in our country. Yet, the same things have been dealt with for over 2,000 years. And so we really want to be careful how we live. And we don't want to be fools. And we want to make the most of every opportunity God gives us. And 
Uh, just want to remind you, we get a fresh 24 hours every day. I'm so thankful. That's how God helped us dividing our calendar up into 365 days. And we get a fresh start every 24 hours. And maybe yesterday was just a bad day for you. Let's just call it what it was. It was just a bad day, uh, just a lot of unpleasant, a lot of painful things, a lot of frustrating things happened. And yet I'm so thankful. In Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 and 23, you hear me share it often because it's just so powerful and I need to be reminded of it. And I got a feeling a lot of you listening today or watching on our YouTube channel, uh, you need to hear it too. But it says in Lamentations 3, Chapter 3, verses 22 and 23, that God's mercies are new every morning and that great is God's faithfulness. So be encouraged by that today if you need to make decisions. And one of the things that I know that I know is that, you know, sometimes we we just need to reevaluate decisions. And, uh, you know, as a pastor now for 20 years, uh, I've had the, the opportunity, the privilege of doing several funerals and, you know, always ask somebody, uh, what, uh, tell me about your loved one. How would you describe them? And, uh, always ask for, you know, maybe three words. Most often, give me three words to describe your wife, your husband, your dad, your mom, your brother, your coworker, your friend, your cousin, your pastor. And it's just always interesting to hear those words and, I think one of those things, and we're making decisions about things that will affect us long term, how it will affect what, what people will say about us. And, you know, would I want this decision put on the front page of the newspaper, um, you know, on the front page of my Facebook page, on my social media? And we just need to really kind of consider decisions, both big and small. Yet I'm so thankful that God loves to give wisdom to us when we need to make decisions. He truly does, and I'm sure about four people that think all of us will say, wow, yeah, that's a hero of the faith. God really used them, and they've really had impact on my life. Going to share uh, about four people. Going to start with Joseph, how God gave him wisdom. Acts chapter 7, verses 9 and 10, it says, These patriarchs were jealous of their brother Joseph, and they sold him to be a slave in Egypt. But God was with Joseph and rescued him from all his troubles. And God gave Joseph favor before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. God also gave Joseph unusual wisdom so that Pharaoh appointed him governor over all of Egypt and put him in charge of the palace. Obviously, most of us know the story, I believe, of Joseph and, you know, all that he went through. And, I mean, you know, he waited 13 years uh, to be able to have all the plans that God had fulfilled for him, and yet... God gave him wisdom wherever he was. And whether he was the slave when he was in jail, and then eventually became the second most powerful person in Egypt. And so just like God gave Joseph wisdom, even when he was in the season of waiting, uh, being incarcerated, I mean, be encouraged today, friends. God is working. Even if you may not see it immediately, you may not see it, you may not feel it, but God is always working behind the scenes and he's working on your behalf and my behalf. And the Bible says, if God is for us, who can be against us? I want to share about Moses. God, God gave the Ten Commandments to. Acts chapter 7, verses 20 and 22 says, At that time Moses was born, a beautiful child in God's eyes. His parents cared for him 
at home for three months when they had to abandon Joseph, I'm sorry, Moses, when they had to abandon Moses, Pharaoh's daughter adopted him and raised Moses as her own son. Moses was taught all the wisdom of the Egyptians, and he was powerful in both speech and action. I mean, what you think about that, you know, Joseph's, I'm sorry, Moses <laughs> was abandoned, had to be because they were killing all the babies back then and uh, the male babies. And yet Moses, God was with him and gave him wisdom. And he learned about the Egyptians and God used Moses greatly. But I mean, you know, he could have been, he could have focused on, well, this isn't fair. I'm not with my biological you know, family and um, yet Moses just accepted where he was and took in all the opportunities he had. And for somebody listening today, you know, maybe life's not been planned out and played out the way that you thought it would. Yet let's be like Moses and make the most of whatever opportunities God's put before us, even if it might not have been the way that we would have drawn it up or a way that we hoped it would be drawn up. Daniel, uh, wow, just what an amazing man. Uh, God used him. It says in Daniel chapter 5, verses 11 to 12, there is a man in your kingdom who has within him the spirit of the holy gods. During King Nebuchadnezzar's reign, this man was found to have insight, understanding, and wisdom like that of the gods. Your predecessor, the king, your predecessor, King Nebuchadnezzar, made him chief over all the magicians, enchanters, astrologers, and the fortune tellers of Babylon. This man, Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar, has exceptional ability and is filled with divine knowledge and understanding. Daniel can interpret dreams, explain riddles, and solve difficult problems. Call for Daniel, and he will tell you what that writing means. I love that it says there in Daniel chapter 5, verse 12, that Daniel had exceptional ability, and he was filled with divine knowledge and understanding. Let me ask you today, do you need some divine knowledge and understanding? Friends, God loves to freely give that knowledge and understanding. That's why he sent his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to help us to know that he wants to help us and that the favor of the Lord can be upon us when we ask for his favor and when we honor him with our decision-making and follow the wisdom that he gives us, just like he did Joseph, Moses, and Daniel. And last but not least, Paul, the guy that wrote more books of the Bible in the New Testament than anybody else, and obviously the uh, hand of God was upon Paul's life. It says in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, And remember, our Lord's patience gives people time to be saved. This is what our beloved brother Paul also wrote to you with the wisdom that God gave him. I love how it says that, that the wisdom that God gave Paul. Paul obviously loved God. God obviously loved Paul. Yet it says there that Paul had wisdom that God gave him. He asked God for wisdom, and God freely gave it. And I'm so thankful the first part of 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, it says that, Remember our Lord's patience gives people time to be saved. 
Friends, I know some of you listening today may be discouraged because you've been praying for somebody, a loved one, a spouse, a child, a family member, a neighbor, a co-worker for a long time, and yet they still have not surrendered their one and only life to Jesus Christ. Be encouraged today by 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, that says, Remember, our Lord's patience gives people time to be saved. Friends, we're just responsible for planting the seeds, trying to water those seeds, nurture those seeds in relationships with people. But the Holy Spirit, God, and Jesus will decide that time when your loved one humbles himself and puts the other knee down. You know, you talk about that before in the past that sometimes we, we put one knee down, we surrender part of an area of our lives to God, but then sometimes we get to a place where we have to fully surrender and put both knees down and lift our hands up to God to say, you know what, God, this is so much bigger than me. I can't do this on my own anymore. And I've kind of invited you to be part of the situation, but I am fully, completely surrendering this situation to you and know that you're going to have to do something that only you can do to help me find a way to get through this just really painful situation. And friends, I've learned in my life and many, many others that I've been fortunate to do life with through 20 years of ministry, that when we fully surrender, that God loves to give his kids wisdom. He gives it freely. He gives it generously. And he wants to help his kids. But sometimes it requires a full surrender and putting the other knee down. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time, but I hope you'll join us again tomorrow. If you've been blessed by this program, I hope you'll go to our website, hopeisheretoday.org. That's hopeisheretoday.org. And share this podcast with somebody or post it on your social media site so that we can be a blessing to others. and Let them know that there's always hope because of Jesus. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. Raise your game, lower your pain. Sometimes ordinary tasks can become extraordinary feats, and that's why there's the Joint Chiropractic to keep you moving. Wellness starts here. No appointments or insurance necessary. Open nights and weekends. Stop by when it's convenient for you at our Tate's Creek location and ask us how you can save with our end-of-year specials. Great for unused FSA and HSA dollars. For additional information, visit thejoint.com backslash 15002. Go Eagles!